somewhere between science and superstition, there is another world. The world of darkness. Nobody expected it. Nobody believed it. And nothing could stop it. There are no experts. You probably know as much about possession as most priests. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. Now, I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that! One hope, the only hope, the exorcist. They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. Welcome back to They're Coming to Get You. I'm one of your hosts, Brent Trahune. I'm joined by Gavin Eddings. Hello! Episode two! Let go. Uh, we, by this point, we've already signed a deal with a major podcasting network. Uh, unfortunately, that podcasting network is Joe Rogan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, he, he's paying us well. Uh, we just have to spread misinformation. <laughs> hey, whatever uh, gets me a check, I don't care at this point, Gavin. Yeah. Uh, sell out. I, I would like to sell out, please. Hello. I would. Uh, hello. Is, is anybody hiring for a sellout? Because please, I would God. Like... <laughs> well, Ed, uh, th- thanks for your positive feedback on the Halloween episode. We enjoyed uh, recording it and uh, we appreciate uh, all your kind words on that. Please uh, yeah. tell a friend, let us know and, g- and give us a review on uh, wherever reviews are made. Please do that. It <laughs> helps. Yelp. Uh, your Uber Eats app. Go yep. ahead, just just open Uber Eats right now. <laughs> leave a review. Uh, but it's it's fitting uh, today because we can see our breath in the air. We've got the room. Uh, the temperature turned down to thirty degrees, and we've got uh, both. Uh, both of us have glasses of pea soup. Yeah, because we're talking about Emerald Lagasse. We're talking <laughs> about food and cooking. No, today we're talking about. What at the time was probably the most evil movie ever made. People thought this movie was demonic. They thought this movie was pure evil, a work of the devil. We're talking about The Exorcist. Um, and so initial thoughts, because this was not like a, like, like last week with Halloween. That was kind of from childhood. I liked this. Movie, and it was interesting. I told my mom. Uh, we're doing this podcast and one of the, we're starting off with uh, the exorcist for one of the first episodes. And she goes, Oh yeah, I, uh, I showed your brother that movie and uh, thanks for bringing him up by the way. Uh, <laughs> my, my brother died and that is going to be a running joke on this podcast is whenever somebody brings up my brother who will be me, I will say thanks for bringing him up. But uh, my mom said, yeah, my brother, uh, your brother made me turn it off. And I said, well, how old was he? And she goes, oh, eight. Eight? <laughs> eight Eight's years old. Eight's a little young to be watching The Exorcist. I finally watched this movie all the way through in the theater back in 2018. Was the oh, first so time you I, were late to the party. Yeah. And I, I was late too, but you were later. <laughs> I was later. I'm so 2000 and late. Uh, 2000 and late teen. Oh, got me. Boom. Roasted. I did. I did. But I, I finally watched this in 2018 in the theater and it, it, it did not scare me, but this is an incredible movie. Just the characters, the pacing, the story. It is just a great film. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to get too hoity toity and be like, it's a film mm-hmm. me and my girlfriend stephanie argue about the difference between like movie and film all the time uh because she can be a little bit uh a little bit pretentious 
about mm-hmm. things. She enjoys Wes Anderson. Enough okay. said. Enough said. But we argue about film and movies. But The Exorcist is definitely high art as yeah. as as a horror movie. What? Yeah, one of my favorite films is The Exorcist. Another one of my favorite films is Fast and the Furious. <laughs> my. <laughs> I think my favorite art house movie is face off with Nicholas cage, just the way they take their faces off. Really? (laughs) It really is a good metaphor for who we are hiding ourselves from being. Yes. And this is a great film. Great. Uh, film. I will say the exorcist is not one of my favorite movies. It's not a go-to for me. Um, But I, if, if somebody said this is the scariest movie of all time, I couldn't disagree with you. I couldn't either. I it just had such a profound effect on the zeitgeist. Uh, you had the satanic panic ten years before the satanic panic actually happened because of the Exorcist. People, you hear the stories, you you see the headlines like people fainting in the aisle, mm-hmm. people just being so, people having to pray, and all the protests by the Catholic Church, and just as this movie was being released, it's based on a book. Uh, a lot of love people yeah. know that, but it's based on a book, but people had problems with the exorcist because of the content that, that it was portraying uh, a book written by William Peter Blatty and the, the, the script screenplay or whatever you would call it is also written by William Peter Blatty uh, released in 1973 and directed by William. It's the Friedkin weekend about to have <laughs> me some fun. <laughs> What are you? I like the way you speak about radio DJ. Like it's a freaking weekend here. I'm um, about to have me some pea soup. <laughs> <laughs> we got the prizes, the crazy all Memorial Day weekend, baby. What up? Burr, burr, burr. We got mattresses <laughs> half off. Come on down, see me. Um, and now it's it's at up the top of this. Uh, we we have to discuss uh which version you saw, which version versus the version I I watched. I I have Exodus one, two, and three on regular DVD. Uh, it's it's not been one where I've like got to have it on Blu-ray, <laughs> but uh, I I watched the version. It was the uh, the version you've not you you've not seen before, whatever it's called. It essentially it's added ten to twelve minutes of new footage, and so that was yeah that so was well. released in two thousand. Uh, and the original one, nineteen seventy three, one hundred twenty minutes, twenty two minutes. 2,132 minutes. So the version I saw in theater was this director's cut because the director's cut, this version that you've never seen before Mm -hmm. has kind of become like the version when you buy it on Blu-ray or DVD, usually that's the version you're getting now Mm -hmm. because they, they have some extra shots of Pazuzu. There's more shots with like the testing that's done on Reagan that's very upsetting and we'll get to it, mm-hmm. but they, 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 they just add a little bit more to it. The, the spider walk scene, the spider walk scene that everybody said that they had seen or was creeped out by that's actually missing from the theatrical version. So that's probably what is that? The Mandela effect kind of where you're I, like, Oh yeah, I saw that in the original. Somehow we saw that cut. Like we talked about on one of your field trip episodes. Yeah. The Mandela effect of like, I saw, I remember the version of reservoir dogs that I saw where I, <laughs> I, I, I watched them rob the bank. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, the spider walk scene, which is one of the most iconic scenes in the movie was added in mm-hmm. that uh, director's cut. I believe I, I, I say that I'm 99% sure it wasn't in the original version or at least not the prolonged version that you see now. Yeah. And, and I, I also clarify again, this wasn't one of my movies that I had to watch and I've seen a billion times. So I'm sure there's somebody that has stumbled across this episode that will yell at their, their uh, car or whatever, being like, that's incorrect. That's not right. Well, it's I, going to happen. So it's going to happen. We are we we are not experts. We're we're, we're just two goofs making some jokes about horror movies yeah. into microphone because we are white guys and we deserve to have a podcast. <laughs> and on this show, we we'd actually would we called uh, Hexperts, Gavin. Oh, I get it. That's cute. I like that. It's the Friedkin weekend. <laughs> That doesn't make any. <laughs> what if that's how he's introducing me? Like, hey, here, here's my buddy. It's William freaking weekend. Yeah, about to have me some pea soup. Uh, budget <laughs> budget was twelve million dollars, and the box office was four hundred and forty-one million dollars. So mm. they made some scratch on this. 
<laughs> they made some scratch on this demon movie. And that I is think for sure, I think box off that's over like the re-releases and stuff. So they, they made their money on this movie for sure. Um, initial thoughts, uh, Gavin of, cause this is one of those movies where you can kind of see the movie without actually ever seeing the movie. It's been parodied enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in pop culture. I think, uh, I know Richard Pryor had a bit about the exorcist maybe, or it was, uh, Eddie Murphy, you know, something is it's so popular in the zeitgeist when a comedian will have like a bit about that. And it's like a super famous comedian, you know? Y'all ever seen The Exorcist? Uh, that, that's how I start every one of my sets, actually. I remember uh, Richard Pryor when uh, one of his jokes is like, when she's, he's like, hello. And he's like, goodbye. <laughs> of course, the, the take is black people don't play around with that shit. And, <laughs> and you know what? Uh, this white guy doesn't either. So I think, yeah. So everybody knows the big scenes, the head spinning. The the vomit the, the 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 vomiting the pea soup the spider walk which wasn't mm-hmm. added till the year two thousand uh, in the year two thousand um and just the constant just all the vulgarity and people the the levitating and the floating those are the scenes you know when you think of the Exorcist and then there's also a hundred and twenty five minutes of movie that, <laughs> that are not parodied. It is a very slow movie. It's very slow because it's not like she opens a box and it's like, you got a demon in you now. Yeah, there's a long drawn out process trying to figure out what is wrong with this little girl. At, at, at the core of this movie, it is a mother worrying about her daughter being sick. Mm-hmm. And it, it just happens to be about. Uh, you got the devil in you, girl. <laughs> yeah. And they and just the tests that they put her through to try to figure it out and going to the priest. And it it, it, it takes a long way before we're spinning heads around and vomiting pea soup. Yeah. And it was, you know, it ramps up the, the, the mom's like, you know, we've got rats in the attic or there's, uh, you know, she goes up and there's like subtle scares of she's got the candle and then somehow the candle flames up real like mm-hmm. like a torch and it's uh it's almost like a haunted house movie before it's a possession movie and then like you get the scene of Ray- Reagan playing with the the Ouija board and you know as a, as a the guy Luigi board the Luigi it's a me Luigi board <laughs> um but anytime somebody gets a uh, you know a Ouija board in a movie you just you just go nope don't like I I I know all the way away from Ouija boards in real life. I've never done one. Mm-hmm. I, I never like it's not it's cool. I'm like absolutely not. Absolutely, yeah. I've watched enough horror movies. I'm not gonna do anything with any Ouija boards. Not doing it. You never see a movie where something positive happens <laughs> after talking to somebody on the other end of one of those things. You, you know, never you never reconnect with your father with a Ouija board. It's yeah. always like, here's your dad. Oh, by the way, he's getting fingered in the butt right now by Hitler. <laughs> like what? Uh, and I, I we could talk about the big scenes. I kind of ma- I made a list of all the stuff that that happens around Reagan and being possessed. So we've got the bed shaking. We've got the candle flaring up in the attic. Uh, the, the, she pees on the rug in front of guests. <laughs> like, <laughs> which for me really bothered me because imagine your family has guests over and you're like time to pee and just <laughs> and make eye contact with people while doing it. <laughs> Well, that's to show dominance. That's to show yeah. dominance. So I respect that. <laughs> but if you're doing it as a beta, then no. <laughs> but if you're, if you're cowering it, while doing it, <laughs> no, thank you. But if you're alpha marking your territory, then yeah, perfect. <laughs> Fantastic. But just that embarrassing of like ping yourself and like somebody's got to clean that up. Yeah. All your mom's guests are smelling pee now. <laughs> Um, and also I, I wondered like it cuts to like her in the bath bathing, but I, is the party over? <laughs> May I mean, depending on the party, that's when the party actually starts. Do you put out the wet floor sign and just kind of keep Did it you, going? You're like, would anybody like some cheese? Uh, <laughs> we're going to look over here. We're going to look over here now. Uh, and it, it is that cheese whiz. <laughs> 
<laughs> Damn, these puns coming in hot. <laughs> Look out, some exorcist-based puns, everybody. <laughs> uh, we've got the, the convulsions in the bed, and she's like, fuck me, fuck me. Like, <laughs> the transformation of Reagan over this movie from, like, sweet, innocent little girl with that, you know, pretty face to, like, scarred up and, like... It, girl it's you a, meet on Tinder. Yeah, it's it's amazing. No, you don't, because she's underage. But... Uh, <laughs> So it's so weird how long it takes for the mom to convince the priest to be like something's wrong because <laughs> there I wrote it down and there's she he's like the the church needs proof you know like a language that she's never spoken that she's speaking now I'm like her face is green <laughs> and scarred up like she's it's cold in the room like. How how much do you need before you send somebody out? Nope. Until she speaks Klingon, we can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Until she speaks Dothraki, no. Our hands are tied. Our hands are tied. Uh, we've got the face in the kitchen. This is a movie. This is not a uh, look at your phone while watching movie because there are certain like you get the face of Pazuzu two or three four times in this movie, uh, and I that's one of my favorite parts of the, of the movie of like. She's walking around in the dark, the mom, and then you just get a second of the face. And it's it's all it doesn't stay long enough for you to be like, I saw that, you know, you go. Did I see that? Was that? a yeah. Was that a face? Like, I love that. Like, I I would steal that technique if I made my own movie. Just give me it one second subliminal message of of this demon, because what a scary thing to just pop out of the dark and then gone. So because you're. You're you almost have to lean over in the theater and be like, did we see that same thing? You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Burke, uh, the director fell out of the window and his head was turned all the way around. We've got the spider walk down the steps with the blood coming out, uh, grabs the uh, psychologist dick. I did quite enjoy that scene of her just grabbing a guy's dick. <laughs> it, you know, that's what the, the devil has all these powers, the demon. Let me just, you know, let's cut to the chase and grab, grab the dick. That's a great move in wrestling, great move in life. If you're trying to fight, you know, just that's, I'm really surprised it wasn't more of the go-to in this movie. Just cause just grab the dick. Yeah. Just, just grab it twisted. And you can, you don't even need a demon in you. If you've never twisted a dick, bop it, felt the power, bop it, pull twist it. it, pull it, spin it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we've got the, the, I think I had seen other versions and then I see like the, like a real, like, you know, uncut version you've got the cross and the vagina, like that's 1973. Even I, today, if you did that, people would be breaking the glass to reach for their pearls to clutch them. <laughs> it was a bit much. That was, that was a bit much. Like I'm still religious <laughs> enough where I'm like, Oh, I don't love that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, then she grabs her mom's face to to make her eat her out. So she, she's got a she's comes up as the Joker. It's a full <laughs> face of want to know how I got these scars. <laughs> it's a very vulgar movie. And that's why people were so shocked by it, because Linda Blair acted in this Mm-hmm. And she was an actual child. She wasn't like 18 or 19 playing a Riverdale character. She was <laughs> an actual little girl. Uh, yeah. And just the, and she's, she's masturbating with the cross and then bleeding. So you wonder, is she on her period or is, does, is she hurting herself? Like, and this is like, and it's, I'm glad you're saying all this because I don't think I can bring myself to say it because like I said, I'm not super religious anymore, but I'm still just like, I feel like that's a <laughs> line, even like, like I said, even today where it's like, it's not my favorite part of the movie to talk about. Um, I love the, it is I my favorite part of the movie. To talk about, <laughs> you're like, I, you're like, I actually watch this part. I don't know what else we're going to talk about. I have several gifts on my phone that just loop. <laughs> One of them has incorporated SpongeBob into it. Fuck me. <laughs> but Patrick. <laughs> oh, oh, SpongeBob. Um, yeah, just it's so nuts. And I, I'm a, I was raised, I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to senior year. And like, 
I, I am Catholic or a, what, uh, let me say was, but there are things ingrained in you that even I'm like, even I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if possession is real, but I'm also like, maybe, you know, <laughs> like, I like I know enough about possession that I don't fucks with it. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing is like, it's let me just, I, 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 I don't want to play with a, a Luigi board, uh, <laughs> but also why, why are we risking this? It's like the same reason I don't skateboard. Uh, I don't need to, you know, like, <laughs> It's like, okay, so this is actually a funny story. Uh, have you heard of black craft clothing? Yeah. So there's a lot of cool black craft clothing that I think is neat that I like to wear, but it's so like ingrained in Satanism. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I, I was just like a hoodie that's a little spooky that doesn't have 20 upside down crosses on it. Yeah. Like, that, like, that's all I want. I don't, I, I don't need to wear that in the Midwest and then be like, oh, there's the king of hell just yeah. <laughs> in this McDonald's. Like I love like you having like a hoodie with an upside down cross, but then you're like shopping for Funko Pops. like two things that don't go together you know and it's like and it's not even like horror funko pops it's like this is my upside down pentagram (laughs) beezlebub hoodie that i'm wearing and also i'd like my disney funkos uh yeah i i i'd love the band ghost and Mm -hmm. the it's if google the band ghost if you've not heard of them but their lead singer is a demonic pope and every new album they get a different pope and it's I, I have a couple shirts from them, but I'm like, I'm like, am I going to like my wife's family's house? Because I can't <laughs> I can't wear the ghost shirt. You know, you got to like pick and choose. Oh, is this like a hang around friends day? Cool. I can wear the the D, the devil pope shirt. You know, <laughs> is this a is this a formal event? I should not wear the devil pope shirt. Yeah, I will wear the nice devil pope. Uh, her head goes all the way around. Uh, and saying your cunting daughter, I, 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 as far as I know, this is the only movie that says cunting, like it, like uses it at that phrase. It doesn't roll off the tongue either. That's no. a very, that's a very harsh phrase. To what, try to what's work the phrase, Gavin? Cunting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very it's a very tough phrase to try to work in a normal conversation. Um, we have Karis and her, and she's like, hey, "Oh, the calling back to the scene when the, he's in the subway, and the guy's like, help an old altar boy, father.' Like this devil gets in his head of <laughs> you know this demon of like his mom dies, and she's like, I'm in here, like really playing psychological games with the young priest. Yeah, your mother sucks cocks in hell, and like." Like if you tell that to somebody and you're not possessed, like that's yeah. gonna that's gonna shake you to your core a little bit. Be like, what do you what <laughs> what is she doing? She's alive. <laughs> I do love, uh, and maybe I watched this. I don't remember, or just you see a supercut of edited for TV movies, mm-hmm. and like the my one of my favorites is she says your mother sucks cocks in hell, but on TV it's your mother so socks that smell. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're watching on cable and you know this demon has possessed this little girl and to get in this to the mind of the young priest she says your mother so socks that smell and if you didn't know there was an alternate version you're just thinking man this guy really is invested in his mother's socks <laughs> that's is, is that is almost better yeah, it's almost better just because it is so weirdly specific. Yeah, that targets is be like, oh, that that's the one that cuts deep. My mother <laughs> does so. So how do you sew a sock that already smells? That's what. <laughs> <laughs> it's pre pre stunk already. <laughs> be like, yeah, I'm I poop on the yarn. Then yeah, I, then, then then I sew it. <laughs> It's also weird that like they've attempted to clean this movie up for TV. Like I, you could cut out the, you know, the cross masturbation scene, of course, but it's like, of course it's, it's like when they would show the Sopranos on TV, like, what are we doing here? (laughs) This is, or like the casino, you know, one of my favorites is uh, forget you, you mother forgetter. 
like one come of, on like one of my favorites uh you know how you have the your, your mother so socks mm-hmm. one of my go-to my favorite edit of all time is scarface they mm-hmm. were the, there's a tv edit of scarface and there's a part where he gets off the boat but from cuba into miami and they're like how'd you get that scar eating pussy mm-hmm. uh and in the tv version it's how'd you get that scar eating pineapple <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of these things is not like the other you know how you just cut yourself eating pineapple? Yeah, just <laughs> when you just face first into a pineapple, yeah. peel and all. I don't like that you got the pineapple on the pizza, man. Stab. <laughs> I got two things in this world, my balls and my pineapple. I don't break them for either of them. <laughs> this town's a chicken just waiting to get plucked. <laughs> just waiting to get pineapple. <laughs> what? uh we get the first attempt uh, attempt at an exorcism the holy water uh it turns out to be tap water uh she has helped me ridden on her stomach uh she spits out uh on marin the the old priest uh spits out what what is vomit of course but man did it look like baby shit <laughs> like just can you imagine just trying to focus and say the pr- the prayers and the ritual and then you get just a big thick runny shit on your face and yeah. like he just keeps going that's a that's a champ i mean i imagine in in exorcist training camp that they go <laughs> go to they just have all these di- different hazards <laughs> they're like all right now we're gonna do one if you're doing exorcist on a dirt bike all right we're, <laughs> we're, we're gonna kick them dirt up on you, you gotta keep going all right you just want somebody to do a sick skateboard trick. Keep going. How many times does that have to happen f- that you eventually just brush it off? <laughs> like it's like a, a a parent that's on their third kid and a puke on the shoulders, nothing now. But the first time it happens, you're like, oh, my God, you know? Like, but yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just puke. Get over it. It's just puke. I got to get this demon out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her head turns around, uh, again, you get the, the demon in her face, Pazuzu, uh, you get levitation, you get the, then she hits, uh, Karis, uh, the, the young priest with the double ax handle. <laughs> uh, and I, I just had to, cause I know that move from wrestling. So I had to throw in, she hit him with the double ax handle. And then can you imagine if she got stone cold stunned or something? Just, That's how the head got turned around is. She got stunned. <laughs> she was selling. She just got <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. My God, my God, my God. She was uh, every Asian wrestler that spits the green mist. <laughs> Is that the great Muda? <laughs> it's the Muda. Oh, by God, that's a cross on her trunks. <laughs> my God, she is possessed. They got her. <laughs> they got her. Uh, she talks in, in uh, Karis's mom's voice. That's and that's like a you have to set this that up of like he loves his mom so much and it's torturous for for him to not be, I think, in in New York City with her. This lady has got no business living on her own, but it's Mm. like and it just has weighed on him so heavily. And eventually, you know, she dies. And it's like, let's I, I love how they send in the priest that's one is emotionally uh, uh, not weak, but uh, vulnerable because his mom just died. And then you send in the oldest guy to do the job. <laughs> like he's got 500 under his belt. This is just yeah. another day for him. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's so weird how like we've chosen the past couple presidents to make them the oldest people possible. And then every Pope is somehow 75 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Like I get there's there's like wisdom that comes with experience, but could we make them a little more spry? Like, we, I'd like it maybe, you know, like a cool pope, maybe, maybe like a, a, a pope on TikTok. Like, I don't know. <laughs> well, what, know, what, I, what I always found so funny about electing these because I grew up Mormon and in the Mormon church, like our, our pope is like the prophet, like the prophet who's like chosen mm-hmm. by God to like receive revelation or whatever. And they they choose, I swear to like like an 85 year old man every time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't 
they're they're not going to choose a young person because a young person might have different ideas but mm-hmm. it's like we just need somebody to keep the status quo like when you're 85 you're you're not going to discover any new things about yourself like like you are you are so set in your ways that it is just hardened over like that you you're not going to find anything new about yourself you're not going if to you, if you're 85 years old and you haven't like gay people your entire life you're not going to wake up at 85 years old and a half and be like actually <laughs> i think maybe i was wrong the whole time no you yeah. gotta keep the you gotta keep the status quo well it's you know in 20 years we will have uh, religious leaders that are like we should tweet you know <laughs> they tweet let now but like that's the thing they're going to push is let us, tweets and we tweet to the lord lord <laughs> hear our tweet can i get a we tweet <laughs> um it kills uh the old priest and it's like the whole the whole movie he's taking pills or whatever and like did you know i i'll read it in the facts uh that i've coming up but like this dude is like 40 and yeah. he's literally 40 and they made him age because i'm like man this guy plays up the feeble old guy really well yeah it was uh max von side out and he was actually on the last season of game of one well, some of the last seasons of game of thrones and he was age appropriate on mm-hmm. gig like an old man but yeah he's only 40 in this so he is like they 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 is olded him up mm-hmm. and he uh did a really good job and usually when you get like a let's age them up you can be like that's a young person playing an old person but for some reason the makeup clicked it looked like if it was not shot in hd or whatever like I'm like, this looks real. Yeah. And he looks, I think he just looked older to begin with. Yeah. And so that has got that, that Arn Anderson syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like one of the kids from like, I don't know, stranger things. <laughs> it's, it's not like Dustin. It's like, I'm, I'm an 80. <laughs> uh, I, I do. I kept, cause I'm so, by the way, uh, the first time we're talking about this, we should next season, maybe talk about covering scary movie either one or two okay but i think scary movie one didn't they parody this pretty heavily uh it was scary movie two okay and and the priest is played by i'm trying to think of his name the whole time because i was confusing the two uh yeah Uh, i know you're pulling it up yeah i'll pull it up jamie (laughs) He, he was the star of a john carpenter's vampires that does me no good i know <laughs> james woods i i thought of it on my own it's james woods okay and so he i think in scary movie two he played the priest and they look so similar that just i would look at my phone or something look up i'm like that's james woods and the exorcist <laughs> i've uh, i've watched hey, one uh... movie so much that it's the parody has affected the real movie yeah, when they just spit the when they spit the pea soup on them for four minutes straight, you know, like <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so good. And my favorite part is when the priest offers him his little hand. He goes, "Go <laughs> grab my little hand. It's my Take strong my hand. hand. It's my strong hand. You can't use his other hand." So uh, the old priest is dead, and somehow the you know Reagan the demon has has gotten loose. And then Karis just proceeds to whoop some ass, like just. <laughs> like like the 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 demon has resorted to dick grabbing he's like i'm just gonna beat you (laughs) and then gets uh the the demon inside him and jumps out the window yeah that's a pretty boss move where it's like oh if i can't get you out i'll just kill the little girl (laughs) yeah i'll just whatever i don't care and that's a it's it's a very violent end yeah because he hits those steps hard yeah well, and it's the second uh, death of those steps. Like mm-hmm. earlier in the movie, somebody falls down the steps, uh, and it's and, and I'm I'm wondering like, so if Karis dies, does that demon die with it, with him, or is it just now free to roam the world again? I think the implication is that, and I've never seen any of the, any of the sequels. Uh, I have, and I do. I, again, I need to. I need to watch a movie a couple times before it sinks in. You know. Yeah, I would assume that that's the goal. Is that once the demon's inside you, and then then you die, it, it dies with you, or, which or is, at very least, it's not in her. I think you know. Yeah, 
And like, mm-hmm. I don't, but then again, wouldn't have been a bummer if he gets the demon into him, jumps out the window, and then the, he dies. And then the demon's like, all right, going back to the little girl. Yeah, like <laughs> going back to Reagan. There's a lot of variables here that they are not taking into account. Like, what if it just goes back? Yeah, I, nobody ever thought of that. Uh, but yeah, those steps are kind of, kind of iconic, you know? Mm-hmm. So the, the scene that bothers a lot of people and bothered me isn't so much the supernatural stuff, which is very disturbing. And it's supposed to be the scenes where she's being tested in the doctor's office mm-hmm. and they have that weird blood test where like they going the, in her neck. Yeah. Where they put it in her neck and then they pull it out and just like squirts blood that bothers so many people, including me, who I don't have a huge fear of needles. But I don't love them. They Again, are it's, it's me skateboarding. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, <laughs> like I don't I don't mind needles, but mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm not going out of my way. I don't that, that's why I was like, you people enjoy your heroin. I don't I don't I don't I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't I don't know how you do it. I don't know how yeah. you do it, but it is not for me. Uh yeah, I I think people get squeamish about that stuff because it's like whenever I see somebody get like not even hit in the penis but like something (laughs) pierces like any i just imagine that stuff happening to me or like uh somebody has a teeth thing somebody will like uh break just show like a tooth chipped or like even an eyeball Mm -hmm. we all just imagine that's happening to us eye stuff doesn't bother me as much but anything with like teeth uh, in the last episode, you mentioned your recurring dream about like being just Michael Myers. Like I have the recurring teeth falling out dreams. I have that one too. Yeah. So it's just like, well, I'm, I'm at school. Where'd all my teeth go? Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, anything with like teeth, like teeth pulling or like chipping teeth, even mm-hmm. that scene in American History X when he's just like bite the curb by when he bites the curb and you, and you just see like, like, like the teeth make brief contact with the curb. Yep. You're like, no. Yep. Just that just, you could just show me the teeth touching the cement. And I, I know teeth aren't supposed to go there and it's very <laughs> cringe to me. But people are very worried, are, are very disturbed by those medical test scenes. Like they, they're disturbed by everything else too, but, but that really bothers people because just needles and necks, blood squirting, it's very disturbing. Also, there is a very famous story with the technician, uh, the actor that plays the technician. Mm-hmm. And then that scene is actually like, he was a murderer. Yeah. He was, uh, it's one of my facts that I have here, if I could find it. Uh, a real-life suspected serial killer makes an appearance in the film. Paul uh, Bateson, a real-life x-ray technician, played the role of the radiologist assistant in the scene where Reagan uh, is having a car, cart, carted and, a, okay, she got that, she has the procedure is what I'm going to call it. Is it an angiogram? Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I watch Grey's Anatomy. I'm just naming things. Authorities suspected him of being a serial killer that had been targeting gay men in the years of uh, 1977 and 78 and wrapping their chopped up remains in plastic bags. Uh, these were known as the bag murders. <laughs> I'm not laughing at them, but just calling it the bag murders just seems yeah. very like... There's nothing a little more creative we could have gone with. There's the, the, the bag murders. Nowadays, they'd be the canvas bag murders. Yeah. Because everybody's so woke. Everybody got saved the planet, <laughs> whatever. You know what? I put 500 gallons of diesel in my truck. <laughs> oh, we're good. Uh, somehow we found a way to, to make the Exorcist podcast political. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, uh, all I know is the demons are living in the liberals. <laughs> you got to cast them out with more guns. Um, but yeah, so that scene really bothers people. And it, it, it bothered me. There is this idea that the film was cursed. So yep. that, there was an episode of Shudder's Curse Films about how the Exorcist was cursed and how Linda Blair had a lot of issues mm-hmm. uh, in her life with like drugs and alcohol following the movie and things like that. So she's cleaned up now and she seems to be fine. Yeah. But it was just a very hard thing to shake when you're a child actor. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, and she, I read that she was getting threats way after the movie came out. 
mm-hmm. from, you know, of course, that's what a, a good Christian would do is threaten somebody. Yeah, you know, it's what the <laughs> Jesus said, do unto others as you would have them do unto you with threats. <laughs> uh, this one, it was the first horror movie uh, to be nominated for the Academy Award for Best Picture. Uh, one of 10 adapted screenplay uh, or one of uh, the Academy Awards for uh, which it was nominated uh, winning for best adapted screenplay and best sound. It was the highest grossing R rated horror film until 2017 uh, with the release of it. I didn't Linda Blair win an award for this. I thought she won like an Academy award and they took it away because uh, they, they, maybe I don't know. I, I, I know that she won some award that they, that they took away because it turned out that there was a voice actress who did all of the demon voices, uh, all the Reagan lines with the demon word dubbed mm-hmm. over by just this woman who was uncredited and her way to get, get the voice. So was like, she would just smoke unfiltered cigarettes mm-hmm. and just really get deep into it. Mercedes uh, McCambridge went to extreme lengths for the voice of the demon. She provided the vocalizations of the demon. And in order to perfect the distorted voice, she actually gave up sobriety she chain smoked cigarettes, drank heavily, and even ate raw eggs to master the satanic voice. She was also physically bound to a chair with torn sheets by arms, legs, ankles, and wrists to achieve a more realistic sound. That is dedication. And it's Just, it is so it's weird, it's unsettling to hear the different voices that come out of this mm-hmm. child. And one of the scariest parts for me was when the old priest walks in the house, the young priest is there and you just hear a growl from upstairs. Like it knows that there's <laughs> about to be a fight. And that was to me, one of the most unsettling things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing that I find interesting is that she gave up sobriety. I feel if you're giving it up that easy, you're just like, well, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got it. I, if, if I have to and like, no, you don't have to die, but I guess if I have to, I've already started. <laughs> yeah. I'm eating cigarettes and drinking Jim Beam. Okay. Could, couldn't you say drink like hot sauce? I don't, I don't, you know, no, I'm not a voice done. actor. You, I don't know. So <laughs> already done. We're good. We're good. I am, I am eating rocks. <laughs> Uh, aspects of uh, William Peter Blatty's uh, novel were inspired by the 1949 exorcism performed on an anonymous young boy known as uh, Roland Doe. Doe's family became <laughs> convinced that the boy's aggressive behavior was attributed to demonic possession and called upon uh, the services of several Catholic priests to perform uh, an exorcism. It was one of the three exorcisms to have been sanctioned by the Catholic Church in the United States at the time. Uh, it's maybe later uh, debunked and dismissed by paranormal skeptics as uh, some of the stuff the kid had just could have done to himself and acting out. Uh, and despite the relatively minor changes that were made, uh, the film depicts everything that could be verified by those who were involved. In order to make the film, William Friedkin weakened. Uh, was <laughs> allowed access to the diaries of the priests involved as well as the doctors and nurses. He also discussed events with those uh, aunt in great detail. Uh, Friedkin had said that he does not believe that the head spinning actually occurred. Yeah, I, I know that people claim a lot of supernatural things, but if your head spins around supernatural, I feel like you're 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 dead. I, I think that you're just dead if your head spins around. Yeah, you almost kill your own host, you know? Yeah, you can't. Levitation, shit like that, like, it's not going to harm you in the long run. It's mm-hmm. just spooky, big lies. But if you're making somebody's head twist around, like, you're breaking their head. Like, like, yeah. not, like you're you're breaking their spine. Uh, Eileen, Eileen Dietz, who is 15 uh, years older than Blair, stood in for the crucifix scene. Uh, the fist fight with Father Karras and other scenes that were too violent or disturbing for Blair to perform. She also appears as the face of Pazuzu. Mm, so Pazuzu I, was a lady face. And I think uh, that's not really said in the movie, maybe that the demon is called Pazuzu. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Did they say it's Pazuzu in the movie or no? I don't remember, but I, the stuff that I'm reading in hindsight is not really saying that but and you know they say it they clarify it's probably said in the novel a bunch so when you were growing up as as a catholic um in early 
Was The Exorcist like the most scary evil movie you could watch or no? I didn't even see it when I was a kid. I saw it later as an adult, but even like you again, it's one of those movies that you can see without seeing. Mm -hmm. So if you even see like clips of it, it would scare me. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's that thing that's ingrained in me as a as a former Catholic of like, you know, we can stop a home invader or we can stop, you know, uh, it's like a, a clown. It is not real, mm-hmm. but there's always that little hint of me. That's like, e- you could be possessed by an evil thing. Yeah. So even if I don't fully subscribe to that, I'm again, it's like, I'm not going to mess with that, you know? Yeah. And I remember going to like the, the video stores growing up and seeing like the box for the exorcist and like being too afraid to like, look at the box. No, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Just like, I don't know. This seems like it. I don't want to, I want to open this portal. I don't want to open yeah. it. Um, I did a video on my channel about like hilarious one star reviews and like the amount of people in the year of 2022 who still leave like one star exorcist reviews just about like how it's the most evil thing in the entire world and how it's made by demons. Like they're still talking about mm-hmm. it. Well, and the thing is, the, the demon loses at the end. Yeah. Like, um and and that that cursed uh cursed films on shutter i think they talk a lot about this but william uh, freakin was not the nicest director gavin no he like hit people and like i think at one didn't he fire a gun he fired <laughs> blanks uh without warning on the set to elicit shock from uh, jason miller who played karis for a take and told miller that the pea soup wouldn't hit him in the chest would hit him in the chest rather than in the face and yeah, you can watch a clip of the the dude's a pro actor. He rolls with it and doesn't break. But it's like if you if you expected something to hit your chest and now your face is covered, mm-hmm. it's again may, maybe I understand that one, but I don't understand shooting a gun, whether blanks or not, right by a guy's ear. Uh, I know well, uh, uh, Blair and her uh, her stunt double actually got hurt in like the scene of like her flopping on the bed. Yeah, it, it's it's you have to have a safe word of be, like if I say potato, that's actually hurting me, you know, like because yeah. if you're acting like it's hurting, they'll be like, yeah, this is great. This is she's doing really well, you know. Yeah, and I think Ellen Bernstein, who plays the mom, I think she also got got hurt doing some stunts and just mm-hmm. all, all kinds of people getting, getting hurt all over the set. And then just like mysterious. I think there were some mysterious deaths and things that were like associated around the set as yeah. well. Yeah, and some of those uh, I I would urge you to check out if you have uh, Shutter, or if I, I have AMC Plus, which includes Shutter. Uh, but that's a good Curse Films is great. But then some of these movies, I'm like, oh, this is a stretch that that yeah. it was cursed. But it's still it's a you know these are documentaries about films that are iconic and uh, we like, so it's still fun to watch them. Have you started watching Curse season? Uh, have you have you watched uh, Curse Film season two? I watched the wizard of Oz and cannibal Holocaust. And uh, th- there's one that was heavily uh, influenced uh, by the Manson family. Right. I think so. I only watched, I watched wizard of Oz, which I enjoyed. And then we started Rosemary's baby. And I was like, this is boring. That's this the is- one that's, that's uh, Manson. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, this is kind of, this is kind of boring. Uh, <laughs> this is like mm-hmm. not as good as the first, I, after a while you're like, we're really stretching. This is like what a, what a cursed film is. Yeah. Um, so, but that's just a, a fun aside. Cause I watched the wizard of Oz. I was like, okay, okay. And I was like, this is kind of boring for every, all the other ones. Yeah. Um, we got tubular bells, the theme from the exorcist, like the, mm-hmm. nothing really like, score wise stood out besides that but you can like this is one of the tubular bells is one of those that if you're familiar with horror this movie you could be like that's the exorcist song you know yeah it's not as iconic as like the halloween theme Mm -hmm. but but if you hear it and you have like a passing familiarity with the exorcist like you'll be like yeah that's the theme from the exorcist yeah um any thoughts on the characters or anything i have a bunch of facts that i kind of pulled up too so um like I said, it's just a very well-made movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a very, it's slow. It That's sl- when I want, like, there's a lot, they had to build the world and I get it, but this, it's like a over two hour movie. And, and I, th- I think, you know, I always, 
have a problem with people and they're like, it's a two hour movie and it's an older movie, but I'm also like times were different. So you just have to put it in context, but then I'm, I'm watching this one. I'm like, man, this is, it seems <laughs> slow, but there are things that happen throughout the movie that move it along as far as like demonic possession and stuff like that. All those things that I listened that happened to Reagan, that's not mm. all at once that happens, but I, even I felt it was a little slow for me and I'm a I, guy that couldn't enjoy a slow burn. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I I enjoyed all the characters and like those those relationships and like the unraveling of the mystery. I think being in the theater when I watched it for the first time really helped because mm-hmm. it, it kept your focus. I couldn't just be dicking around on my phone. Yeah, like I've been known to do. And it's you know, the more you hear about a movie and you know the demystification of a movie. I'm sure back in 1973, this was the scariest. And I st- I do this is a scary movie for sure. Oh yeah. But back in the day, like have you never seen anything like this? Uh, and it, it, now we're a victim of there's so many possession movies and so many movies that are similar to this, that sometimes when you see the original, you're like, Oh, and that you realize what everything had copied, you know? And that's why I, I keep saying it's just a good movie. It's yeah, just yeah. A good film because the character that even if you're not as scared by it, because it's not a very jump scary movie, it's much more a- atmospheric. At least you can be like, well, it didn't scare me because I can kind of see what they were going for. The effects mm-hmm. aren't holding up as much, but the story and the core is still there. So I can appreciate it mm-hmm. as a, as just a, a, a piece of art. Yeah. Um, the scenes where father Karras visits his mother in the, and Bellevue is the seemingly, I don't know what you'd call it, like a, a low rent mental hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, those scenes actually contained real mental patients and some were recorded using hidden cameras. But can any of them drive? Well, somebody must have been giving him <laughs> lessons, Dr. <laughs> he Lewis. Doing, he was doing all right last night. <laughs> uh, the movie made people nauseous that they hand, they had to hand out bags uh to vomit in uh with every movie ticket what again this movie had so much negative hype that ends up being positive hype oh yeah of like oh people are passing out there (laughs) i i shit my pants it was so scary like (laughs) it wouldn't if somebody was like i shit my pants because this was so scary wouldn't you be like if as a horror fan wouldn't you be like i gotta see this could, could you imagine if, if people were saying about a movie that was out now that was like pants shittingly scary? Yeah. And we'd be like, no, nah, I don't think so. I'd be like, dude, did you see well, did you see Jigsaw? <laughs> well, they, with Paranormal Activity, that was they were showing, you know, the marketing campaign of here's people in the theaters being scared, you know? Yeah. And that was really good viral marketing mm-hmm. because and it, they they didn't show trailers. They just showed people in the dark. be like, oh, my God, there's an actual ghost in this movie. Yeah. Like that, that kind of stuff gets people out to the, to the theater. And anytime there's like a possession movie, there's always like hype of like, oh yeah, I think there was some darkness on the set that really sells a movie, you know? Yeah. Whereas if you say based on a true story, it's Mm -hmm. like, was it? Was this loosely based on a true story that somebody once told? Yeah, it was, uh. And yeah, I love it. Inspired by a true story. You could be like, I, I watched star Wars and I uh, saw a little creature back there. So I wrote this whole movie about the guy that hangs out about, behind job of the hut. You know, it's like the Nick Swartzen joke where he's like, I just want to, I just want to do a movie that is based on a true story and it's transformers and be like, when did that happen? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, we, the pig squeals were part of the exorcist, exorcist sound design. Uh, when the demon is finally exercised from her body, the sound, <laughs> excuse me, you hear uh, is is pigs being led to slaughter. Oh, good. That's like a there's one. a lot of like, I don't know how uh, much you are into like black metal, which I am not, but you hear, <laughs> you hear music and you're like, this is just pigs grunting. <laughs> like it's, it's unsettling. This is just somebody hitting a stick against a wet tree, and uh, it's and it's number one in Sweden. It's a yeah, it's a clown uh, <laughs> hitting a baseball bat against a keg. It's music. <laughs> it's a symphony. Um, let me look and see if there's other. Uh, yeah, uh, Max von Sydow, right? I'm saying that correctly. I think so. He was 44. 
uh, and I'm seeing this picture of him. I think it's James Woods. It can't be for sure. <laughs> can't be for sure. It might be James Woods. Uh, and then we didn't talk about the detective that's kind of in the movie too, kind of trying to solve. I, I, like he's not a nothing character, but it's they probably. I don't. May, I'm trying to think. They could cut him out, and it wouldn't make a difference like, to me. He gonna, at least is he gonna is he gonna arrest the demon? Is solve he the demon be- case. I, again, I'd have to see this movie a bunch more to tell you if they needed that detective. But they're, you know, and I'm sure somebody's like, this is the perfect movie. It's they don't need to change a thing. And maybe you're right. It's just it has not been my movie, even though I think we both agree this is a good movie. It's great. I, it holds up. It's uh, a classic. Anybody who's a horror fan needs to watch The Exorcist to just fully appreciate how far possession movies, demonic movies have come. Uh, but yeah, it is, uh, it, 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 it's a solid piece of American history. Well, and, and if you're a horror fan, there are certain movies that you, like, I, I, I go through certain horror films and I'm like, you know, I don't really want to watch this, but this is part of the, the, I don't know the you have to see this movie if you're a horror fan to at least say you mm. have seen it, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and it can suck, but you have to like see it. Yeah. Um, so what we talked about this on the Halloween episode last last time, but this is on again the list of scariest movies ever. Uh, would you say, Gavin, that this is one of the scariest movies ever? Yeah, I well, a lot of people say it is the scariest movie of all time, mm-hmm. not just but people say that like this is there's never been a scarier movie since 1973. And I know that every year they've been doing the science of the scare where they like test heart rate, heart, yeah. heart rate and stuff. I think the exorcist ranks fairly high on there mm-hmm. or it did, but I don't know. I, I think there's been movies that I've seen that, that, that are scarier. I, I may lose some street cred. I think the movie sinister is just the fucking scariest thing in the entire world. But I, <laughs> again, I didn't ask you about Sinister, Gavin. I asked you about The Exorcist. <laughs> I know. I think The Exorcist could be considered one of the scariest movies of all time, yes. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, n- no doubt. Like, if anybody would say this is not scary, I would, uh, okay, cool, you're brave. Like, this is... Enjoy your death metal. Yeah, your pigs grunting. Also, we didn't talk about the the scene when the the old priest shows up and is outside the window. Like that is, you can that's the cover to the movie. But also, if you didn't say The Exorcist, you could be like, that is from The Exorcist. Yeah, the silhouette. Like, there's just some iconic shots in this. Mm-hmm. Um, finally, uh, I asked you with Halloween if you like The Exorcist, what movies would you recommend? other people check out i think you could really go any uh, any sort of ghost or possession movie i think the conjuring mm-hmm. I, I think if you like the exorcist you, you would love the conjuring i think just the whole conjuring universe is actually pretty good mm-hmm. um i think you would you definitely like the conjuring i think uh the exorcism of, of emily rose yep. basically basically any kind of exorcism movie is gonna be good and then uh I don't think there's any other. I would say Hereditary. Hereditary, the app, because that, I yeah, that's a good possession movie, and, and it's a newer one too. Yeah, and it's it's not the same old. Oh, the power Christ compels you. Like those aren't terrible, but it's you know you've seen if you see enough Exorcist type movies, you see that scene. You know. I also think uh, the movie Blade. Uh, just, <laughs> just, just because Blade's a good movie. Just check out uh, Blade with Wesley Snipes. If you, if you like the Exorcist, you'll definitely like this Vampire Hunter. I, I'm trying to find the movie. I'm, I'm googling. I think uh, it was called The Last Exorcism. And yeah, th- that one I would recommend. The Taking of Deborah Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to maybe. Some of these lists had paranormal activity. Amityville Horror has never been a movie that I, you know. Now that is a movie that is fucking boring. <laughs> okay, we can, and maybe we might cover it on this podcast. But uh, and I know it's a classic; everybody loves it. But I, again, I can't. I maybe I need to rewatch it. 
It's very boring. Just a, it, did you like a family being being attacked by flies and a boy saying <laughs> get out for two hours? Um, and that they had the Exorcist three. I've seen that movie, but I, I'd have to rewatch it again. And I've never seen that, but I but I have heard it's good. Um, and yeah, so that was kind of the. I think we hit the big ones on there. So, um, yeah, I would say. If you've not seen The Exorcist, I don't know why you listen to this whole podcast, but uh, <laughs> or why you're listening at all, really. That's true, but uh, yeah, I think that's about it, Gavin. Yeah, I think it's a. I think The Exorcist is a classic movie. I think that to really appreciate where the horror genre has gone, and far as like the supernatural realm, you owe it to yourself to watch The Exorcist. And I know we try. We're going to try to make this uh, podcast six hours and sixty six minutes long. <laughs> I just, I don't think we're going to be able to stretch it. I, I, I think that we just, um, but if you play this podcast backwards, <laughs> maybe, maybe also we're pressing just this episode on limited edition vinyl so that you can play it backwards with our blood with a God, that's so expensive. And the vinyl production, it's, it's really halted right now. Well, I, uh, I will raise uh, my cup of pea soup to the exorcist. Absolutely. Exorcist. You are a classic film. This has been They're Coming to Get You. Barbara! They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you, 